Hi there, this is Rob from League of Beers. We're about to taste this month's monthly mix case. We've chosen six awesome beers. We're going to talk to you about why we're drinking them, how they taste, where they're from, and we're going to try to do this in under 10 minutes, and if we can speak quickly enough, in under five minutes. So grab your monthly mix case, hit those beers, sit back, and let's do this. Okay, are you ready to discover the world of craft beer? Most specifically for the month of September, which is Heritage Month in South Africa, National Bry Day, so we've got some beers that are perfect for the Bry. It's also the kickoff for the Rugby World Cup, and nothing goes better than craft beer, rugby, and a Bry. And I have a guest with me in studio, which is actually our warehouse, and it's Mr. John Cherry. Hey, Rob. Hey, John. How's it going? Uh, hell of a well, thank you. Good. Thanks, thanks for inviting me. I'm, I'm quite excited to be here. Thanks for joining. So for those of you who don't know, John is often the sound guy in the background making the magic, making us sound cool. And today he's in the foreground to learn about this craft beer tasting. Correct or not, eh? Yeah, there we go. You finally, it's persistence pays off. Yeah. And John, like a quick one minute to tell us, give us your elevator pitch. Who are you? What do you do? Where do you come from? Uh, my name is John Cherry. It, my background is hazy. My future is equally so. I, like uh, an unfiltered beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about branding and marketing and uh, future trends and working with you and beer. So cool. I guess that's what I'm doing here. So John Cherry, for those of you who didn't get that in his pitch, he is... A, a cutting-edge dude who is leading the way in the future, quite a revolutionary in South Africa, very into marketing, branding, um, has done quite a lot of cool things and continues to do that, continues to lead the way for a lot of us. So it's really cool having him here because we get to discuss a lot of cool craft beer and craft beer brands. So what we do in these little sessions is we go through the six different beers that we've selected for the month. Uh, you and I will taste these different beers, we'll discuss them, and we'll just have a little chat about them, hopefully share some nice knowledge with the fans and the people listening, the hundreds of millions of fans listening to our craft beer Absolutely. tasting. Okay. Very excited. So I'm going to open these off air so that we can go straight to the drinking. Mm. Um, first beer we've got, we're going to start with the Piston Head Custom Lager. Wow, it's quite a name. Yeah, it is quite a name. So as you can see, it's got a kind of a, a biker theme. It's all about custom made. You know, a little bit like that house of machines type of thing, almost deluxe coffee for, this is very specific to Cape Town people, but that real biker idea of building your own bikes. And there's that real trend in the world of, of that crafting of yeah. your own riding vehicle. And this is, I think, what their theme is about. It's, it's quite rock and roll. And is it local? Uh, local in Sweden, imported in South Africa. Okay, great. Yeah. And what's uh, probably a cool thing, I mean, as you taste it right now, you'll see why this is the first beer that we're tasting this month, is that it is crystal clear, it's refreshing, it's got a little bit of a bitter after finish, it's not too malt forward, it's, it's, quite, it's quite an easy drinking sessionable beer, the kind of thing you want to get started with, perfect for an international braai. Uh, and an international rugby game. This would go well uh, during the World Cup, I'm sure. Very nice. I like this. Luckily, we, luckily for Sweden, we're not playing against Sweden, but uh, this could no. be good, good, good for any international rugby game. Yeah, no, not so much. But yeah. Um, good okay. thing they're playing in England, because if they were playing in uh, New Zealand or Australia, then there's no ways we could be enjoying these beers. These international the beers. Exactly. Yeah. No, oh, yes, perfect, because it's in the evening. Exactly. Yeah, that works. Good point. Yeah. It's going to be a lot easier than the World Cup in New Zealand, where we had to drink beers first thing in the morning. Yeah. Never good. I'm sure that was tough for you. <laughs> uh, it's work. It's work, John. Um, so next, okay, so we spoke to you about the fact that it's Heritage Day. It's Bry Day, Heritage Day, on the 24th of September. Now... It is initially Heritage Day, but as far as I know, a couple of 
clever marketing individuals have turned it into National Briar Day, which for me is very relevant because Briar is all about South Africa. I think all walks of life of people in South Africa like beer and like a Briar. I like a Briar. Now, one of the, the big beers that are, two of the beers in our selection this month are brewers who've been big in the craft beer heritage. So we'll, we'll speak about the fact that Mitchell's were one of the first craft breweries. And in fact, the Olsen's Brewery was one of the original microbreweries in South Africa. But the guys who've really led the way in the craft beer movement, I would have to say, hands down, Jack Black and Anne Union. So right here, I'm passing you the Jack Black Lager. Oh, awesome. It looks amazing. Nice and clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, just a, a classic lager, I guess. Eh? So, can you remember the first time you had a Jack Black? It was so long ago. I'm sure that, you know, I can't remember much afterwards. But, uh, yeah, it was quite a while ago. How yeah. long has it been? Since 2007, I think. Wow. Yeah. As you say, pioneers. Very much so. And very yeah. much part of the heritage of craft beer in this country. Exactly. And, I mean, anybody who's ever been to the Biscuit Mill would have met Ross from Jack Black, Mr. Jack Black, with yeah. his cap on and his wings coming out the side. Serving you a big smile and a Jack Black draft. Yeah. And it was that, this lager. Um, so next along the line, fast forward to the future, and we've got the Woodstock Brewery. So we've got the Woodstock Happy Pills, which is a Pilsner-style beer. So the reason I thought I'd bring you a Pilsner-style beer is you'll notice it's the third lager in the case. Mm-hmm. And really traditionally South Africans drink lager beers around the braai, and it's because they're easy, thirst-quenching type of beers. Now, yeah. Pilsner's a bit bigger than a lager. Now, have you traveled to Europe much, been to Pilsen by any chance? Uh, I haven't, no. Okay, great place to go to. This is where the Pilsner-style beer was invented, where they worked out how to lager beers for the first time. And mm. what a Pilsner is versus a lager, it's slightly hoppier, slightly maltier, bit bigger, bit more alcohol, bit more flavor. So it's, it's a big lager, mm. really. Easy as that. So I kind of prefer it, though. Yeah. Mm. A lot of people do. I think a lot of South Africans actually tend towards the Pilsner style. Yeah. And even some beers that are called lagers are actually Pilsners, and there's a lot of overlap. What it is, if you want to know the difference, a little bit sweeter, a little bit more bitter, a bit more alcohol. Now, now this tastes a lot uh, richer than that other famous Pilsner that we know in South Africa. Very much so. This one actually tastes like a Pilsner. Mm. <laughs> so that's, uh, that, that's not a classic benchmark that you should look at? I would not say. Right. Not in my opinion. I think I mean, it's I'm far... speaking to the wrong crowd here. But, yeah, yeah it's a, I'd say it's far... T- yeah, I'm, I'm the converted in the other way, but it, it's, it's far too light and easy drinking and far too much of a classic American lager than I would say it is a, a yeah. true Pilsner. It's, I wouldn't say it's the Pilsner that it used to be. Mm. Interesting. Um, very popular in Durban, eh? Very big, yes. Next one, what have we got there? It is one of our little Belgian creations. We've got the Brasserie de Silly uh, Double Engen Blonde. Mm. I hope that's how it's pronounced. What is that, Rob? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Don't say that after you've had a few and want to order another one at the bar. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's just very easy. I'll have a blonde. In fact, I'll have a double. Wow. Easy as that. Sounds like my Double kind of blonde drink. is way more fun than just one blonde by herself. Absolutely. Now, this used to be a saison, which I'm not sure how relevant that is. It's a little bit citrusy, a little bit sweet, quite syrupy. I wouldn't say crisp, but it's definitely easy drinking. Mm. What is a saison? Just, you know... So the Explain saison that, before yeah. is a traditional French farmhouse, French Belgian farmhouse ale. Okay. Um, open fermentation and very known as being very effervescent beers. You might remember we had a saison in previous month with Urtel. Mm. Um, this is more of a blonde, so it's a little bit sweeter, a little bit lighter, not quite as effervescent. As you'll see, it's, there's a fair bit of sweetness to it, but it's still a very easy drinking beer. And don't they call that a breakfast ale? 
this would be a breakfast ale. Right, I mean, right. it depends on which part of the world. So in Belgium, this would definitely be a breakfast ale. And at its fairly high ABV, yeah. um, it, it's, a, it's a Belgian breakfast more than breakfast anywhere else. Cool. All right, uh, next one, we've got the, the Divine Amber Tripper, also triple. Also from Brasserie de Silly. Now, the story, for those of you who've seen our video as well, as Carl was telling us, uh, a, a beer enthusiast was busy traveling and he found this recipe for this divine triple beer and he thought it looked like it could be a delicious beer and he got the Brasserie de Silly guys to brew it for him and they've brewed it and here we have it now. Um, what else can I tell you about it? What, what should I be uh, looking out for? What are you picking for? up on there? Well, I don't know. A little bit of vanilla, a yeah. little bit of peach, a little bit sweet, a little bit syrupy, a little bit of orange candy sugar, kind mm. of the flavors you pick up. Typical of Belgian beers, a lot of those kind of sweetness is coming through more towards the sweetness than the, than the bitterness. And the sweetness almost covers the high ABV as well. Mm. And a good beer with food? What would you... Um... Uh, almost a dessert beer, mm. a light dessert. So... After a, a chicken dish, I would end with something like this. I wouldn't necessarily pair it with the main course unless pork sometimes pairs well with sweet food, with sweet type of meal. Yeah. So that could work. Yeah. You put me on the spot there. I hadn't thought of pairing that beer. Oh, okay, so... Cheese board. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, next beer, we've got the Caldera Ashland Amber. Now, have you... So we're in our warehouse, and you've just heard a pallet uh, being delivered... Of one of the beers that are in this month's mix yay. case. So, yay! It's yeah, It's getting delivered right now. Awesome. So, <laughs> that, is, that is the noise you heard crashing in the background. Luckily, no beers were broken and no people were harmed. Um, the, have you been to the United States? Yes. Have you been to Oregon? I've driven through northern Oregon, yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So, this Caldera is from Oregon. Right. Now, Oregon is part of the... Oregon and California are the main craft beer producing parts of the United States yeah. and they're known also for the, the type of hops that comes from this region which is this often very citrusy very piney resiny type of hop flavors which come through there's a lot of pine trees there I know it's a, it must be Amazing. the pine must give the hops the flavor or something like that and the water and all that kind of stuff could be seeping through the mountains all those pine leaves and all that exactly so uh, as you know, in discovering the world of craft beer, that involves us traveling a fair bit ourselves. So in 2012, I ventured into Oregon, and on the plane in, not knowing anybody going by myself, I met a couple of locals, and I spoke to them about craft beer, and luckily everybody likes craft beer, and they decided to take me with a whole bunch of their friends. I ended up staying over at their house. They I lived in, stayed in a dorm with a whole bunch of new wow. people. We had Asian food that night, which is really good. Sure. Drank a lot of craft beer, and the next day, they said, you got to do something that's typical Oregonian style, mm. and... They took me down, we went down to the river, and we filled up our lilos, or inflatable lilos, with craft beer, which included this Oregon Ashland Amber. Jeez. We drank these beers, floated down the river, in the sun, and just had a, a joyous old time. This sounds amazing. What are you doing back here? You should... Just keep doing that professionally. <laughs> exactly. So the beers that I particularly liked on that trip, especially going down the river, are the ones that we filtered into mixed cases over the last year or two. Yeah. And this is one of those beers. So is that why this beer is in a can? Floats better. Yeah. Exactly. It was, exactly. This is one of the ones that, whenever, when the, the lilo tipped over, these are the, one of the remaining ones. That was kind of the, exactly. the divide. Ah, we can still drink this one. Rivers and glass don't go well together, you know. I, I still remember we, the lilo did tip and we lost a couple of beers. We thought we recovered them all. And like, like half an hour later, we just hear this guy shout like on the other end of the river, hey, I got a free beer. It's <laughs> <laughs> lucky day, man. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Um, it's a perfect American amber ale, and yeah. it's got all the citrusy, piney elements with it, with a little bit of sweet kind of caramel. And that brings us to the last beer 
of oh. the mixed case. Now, I mentioned that the pioneers of the craft beer revolution, and you mentioned Jack Black. The other guys who were massive in making craft beer cool, getting hipsters and arty people to drink craft beer, Brewers and Union. Absolutely. Or Brewers and Ruin. Ruinian. <laughs> um, so the Friday is their IPA. Mm-hmm. It is a big multi malt forward IPA. It's almost got the malt profile of an amber ale, but it's got the hop profile of, um, of an IPA, India Pale Ale. It's brewed out in Germany. Um, so what's interesting about And Union is that when they started, they didn't have access to microbreweries as many as there are today because they were pioneers. So the best option for them was to go find breweries elsewhere in the world, get them to make great beer, and bring that beer back to the people of South Africa, mm. which I think was a great thing. Yeah. And it's, it spearheaded that craft beer revolution. Well, they found great beer and they just marketed it. So that's, you know, that's what they're good at because we recorded that other podcast with, uh, with Rui. Rui. And yeah. yeah, he says he's a good marketer. So that's what he's done really well. He's a guy who's passionate about great quality product and great quality beer. Yeah. Um, he doesn't own a brewery. He doesn't own a truck. But he knows what he likes and he makes sure he gets it to the people. Yeah, and who better to trust with your palate than Rui Estevez? Exactly, yeah. And if you drink this beer, you too could be Rui Estevez. Now, Rob, tell me, apart from the day of the week, why would I drink a Friday as opposed to a Sunday? What's, what's the difference between those two? The Friday is known as the Uber IPA mm-hmm. because on a Friday you're ready for a big party and some big flavors. It's, yeah. a, it's a bigger, richer, more flavorsome beer. And on a Sunday, you want something a little bit more sessionable. So the Sunday has got some nice melony flavors and it's a little bit easier going. It's a better way to kind of wind down your weekend. Okay. As Rui says, don't let Monday ruin your Sunday. <laughs> good advice. I need to follow this guy. Yeah, exactly. He seems to know what he's talking about. Yeah, this is, uh, this is one of my favorites. I mean, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, just yeah, I think we, we tasted the Friday together for the first time. At uh, what is the what yes. used to be called An Union? Yeah, you and I we d- discussed and debated how to change the world of craft beer. A few drafts. It got vil- very philosophical after that. So and what we realised is that podcasts are the way forward. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the birth of this. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, we've tasted the beers. We've had some fun. It's the end of the September tasting. This makes you wet in your palate and looking forward to the October tasting. Don't forget hashtag Tasting League. Give us your tasting notes on Twitter and on Instagram, and we will give you beer money. We really will, because we want you to have a great time. We want to make everybody beer advocates. So that's another thing. If you like this podcast, share it with your friends and tell your friends about the Tasting League and about the craft beer movement, because we can't do this by ourselves. We need you, John, and you listening right now. So, Rob, just take me through quickly how I enter this competition. Tasting League, it could not be easier. Yeah. Get one of these beers from the monthly mix case, drink it, take a photo. Tweet it or Instagram it. Yeah. And if people like what you're tweeting and Instagramming, it doesn't even have to be accurate. You just have to enjoy it and people have to enjoy it because you're spreading the love for craft beer mm-hmm. and we will send you a thousand rand voucher for our website. And League there's a beers. hashtag on this? Hashtag tasting league. Right. Very good. Easy. Cool. That's, and we're going to use this tasting league to grow craft beer in South Africa together. And we all discover and have a, have a great time. Have a good time. It's hard work, but somebody's got to do it. I'm gonna. I'm signing up right now, Rob. To the month of September, to Heritage Day. Good luck, Boca. Thank you very much, John, for joining us. We'll see you guys next month. Thank you. Thanks.